You can never have too many f***ing animals. Welcome back, everyone, to another Monday podcast episode of Jules Just Vibes. I'm your host, Jules, and as always, we're here to just vibe. I want to thank everyone so much for the kind responses to the new format that JJV is going to take in the next season. Um, Just hearing everybody be so happy and excited about it just makes me ready to... I'm ready to take it on. I'm ready. I'm ready for that to happen. So I'm really excited about that. Um, so this episode of JJV is going to be a really fun one. I thought, you know, for the last couple of episodes before I changed the format, like what are some fun things that we could do? Um, I'm not going to lie. Uh, one of them that I haven't actually sat down fully and just did like a full length you know, podcast episode on was my animals. So I figured that I would take today, Monday, the most dreariest of work days, and I would talk about all the animals that I have for you guys. So you guys could have a little bit of fun, cuddly cuteness to kick off your work week. But before we can get into that, we have to get into something else. And I think you guys know what that is. It's my favorite segment of all time. Let's go into mental health check-in. Well, uh, for me, myself, mental health-wise, I feel like I've been doing a lot better than I probably could have been. Um, As you guys are aware, I did lose a family member that was very close to me, and I was having some trouble in my relationship. But since all of that, things have really kind of come back to a really great place. I find myself with a lot of motivation, a lot of determination. I have things on my plate that I'm constantly doing and I just, I'm there and I feel like I'm right in that sweet spot of, you know, like I'm ready to take it on. I'm ready. I'm, I feel like I'm in the sweet spot of just good vibes fully. Like I'm ready to take on whatever I need to take on. I'm doing what I need to do. And I'm moving from there. And um, I think that there's always going to be moments where I'm going to fall back into a I don't want to do anything but game sort of mindset. But I definitely think that like where I was two weeks ago versus where I am right now, strong difference. And I will also say that there's a difference in who I was, you know, two years ago versus a year ago or right now, because I feel like when I was first trying to understand what my mental health was going through, I would very much kind of sit and wallow in the uneasy feelings that I had. And it would take me a lot of time to bounce back from specific things like if I knew that a friend could potentially be upset with me that would like almost consume my sort of thoughts it would be you know any interaction I would have with them would immediately bring me back into that anxiety 
sort of place. Same with relationships. Any, you know, in the beginning of Colin and I's relationship, it was, it wasn't as easy for me to move on as it is right now because I would always sit and think that he was still stewing when in fact he would move on and he would want to keep going. And so I think that that, I think just in general, being in this relationship has kind of helped me move past things that I don't need to put a lot of weight on. And I had a moment recently where I was, I put that to the test where I had a friend who I just for some reason was getting a vibe and I thought it was me, but I pushed past it and I kept pushing to the point where it's like, okay, don't, don't try to start something. Just be the friend that that person needs and be there and be for them. And it helped me get back into that good like mental place of, okay, like it's not like if things are going to happen around my friends and family, it's not always going to be related to me. It's not going to be something that I'm even tasked with trying to you know, change or update. Like, it's not anything that I'm going to have a lot of control over and I can control the things that I can control. So I can just move on from there. So that's helped me not kind of sit and wallow in this sort of like guilt-ridden, anxiety-inducing sort of manic state that I always kind of find myself going into when conflict happens. So I'm very happy about that because I feel like if that was the case, I wouldn't have even been able to come out to you guys on Friday and be like, look, this is where I want to take JJV. So I'm very thankful for my friends and family and my loved ones to be able to like help me evolve past like the childish version of myself. You know what I mean? Like, and I understand that it's not always as easy for people to gain where like to get to a point of communication or get to a point where they can express themselves accurately or well enough to not have it become some gigantic battle and there isn't anything wrong with that I always just want to stress and be like look like it's possible it's something that is possible it just unfortunately takes a lot of work but it also takes the right people in your life I really do think that the people in the company that you keep have a hundred percent the effect around you if you're going to keep people around you who react and communicate negatively then you're going to you're always going to think that that is an effective way to communicate oh my dog just walked in i think that's a good uh a good way to end this like little mental health check-in and kind of segue over to our main topic at hand i think just to be blunt and to be like kind of wrapping it all up, TLDR, my mental health check-in, I'm doing really great. I feel like I can really push forward and, and be my best version of myself. And that's literally the only thing that I hope for all of you guys. So anyway, let's move on to the topic at hand. I wanted to go ahead and I wanted to give you guys like a nice long kind of episode, just kind of going through all the animals that I have. Because I recently looked at a picture that one of my friends had made and I realized I have five animals. I have three cats and two dogs and 
I've done stuff on like my corgi Einstein before. Like I've done a podcast episode talking about corgi butts. Like corgis are obviously very mainstream. They're in like they're very trendy. Uh, but I have four other animals that mean just as much to me as my corgi does. So I really thought that I'd kind of go through the timeline of when I got them and like the the whole deal with them because I do have a sort of unconventional um unconventional sort of agreement with two of my animals and I'll get into that but um let's pretty much just kick it off with just uh animal number 1 the very first one that I acquired uh I adopted uh that is my beautiful beautiful baby cat not a baby she is my big baby though uh my beautiful cat Wednesday so I got Wednesday when she was a kitten from a from an animal shelter. Um, I'm just going to set the scene here. I had just begun dating my now ex-boyfriend, Nick, um, and we recently had moved into an apartment together. This was like we had been in a relationship for about a year or so, and so I was moving out of my parents' house and I moved in with him and my ex-best friend, Vanessa, which that's a whole other story. I'm not really going to get into that, um, but I had moved in with um, Vanessa and Nick, and at this time also, I was, I like lost my job. I think I was working a lot of retail jobs at the time, and so like I just didn't have a standard like set job, and I was really upset, and so while I was told I wanted I told Nick I said I want a new animal like I want an animal because I had two dogs at my parents house and I was like I want like a cat here because Vanessa had been talking about getting a cat as well and so we were like okay we'll get one we'll get a kitten and so we went to the animal shelter one day and we were looking over them and they had a beautiful kitten named Wednesday and you would think that that's where the story ends like oh I want that one and that's it Funny enough, that's actually not the kitten that I ended up choosing. Um, we did not go home with a cat that day. We actually went back another time, found this beautiful tortoise shell cat, which the best way that I can describe a tortoise shell cat is that they are the inverse of like the calico cats, the cats that have all of the pretty colors on them. They're normally white with brown, red, orange black um, except my Wednesday is black with orange brown red and little bits of white um, and so I found her and she ended up that wasn't her name her name wasn't Wednesday but I loved the name Wednesday so much that that is what we decided to name her and thus Wednesday was brought home unto the family and she is a little love bug she and I were inseparable she would lay on my chest and we, I have all of these pictures of her just around being on my chest, laying around and kind of chilling out when she was a kitten growing up. And she is probably the sweetest animal on the face of the earth, but we are just now realizing that she is not a multi-animal household cat. Like she's not a multi, she doesn't Th she thrives but she doesn't really want to thrive like she is not a fan of having four other animals around at all times and especially the younger kittens that we have like I have two cat extra cats other than Wednesday and so she is not a fan of those two cats at all 
And it is kind of funny because like they walk near her and she just hisses at them and she like ain't it. But when you're alone and she sees there's no other cats around when she wants to like rub up against you and show affection, she basically wants to make out with you. So don't know if that's on me as a cat owner or not, but <laughs> it's definitely um, it's definitely interesting. She's always going to be like my OG number one. As much as I love Einstein and all four other animals, like, or I guess all three other animals, uh, Wednesday, I always used to call as my genesis. She's what started it all. Like the love and affection I have for all of my animals kind of started with her. Um, and so I, I will always have like a special place. I will always try to make time to like take care of her. Um, and so she's, she's always a special one. So my second animal that we got, the, the next one in the series of the five animals is we ended up getting Einstein. And this was when Nick and I had actually moved out of the apartment and we moved into an actual home. And we were, um, when we decided to move into this house, we had the intention of like rent to buy, rent to own. Um, and so when we had moved in, we signed a two-year lease. We didn't sign a one-year lease. We went and we did two years because we figured, okay, like we're going to be here for a while. This house is pretty nice. Like we only had a cat. It was fine. Um, later down the line, it ended up not working out, of course, with me and Nick, but also with the house. It didn't have a lot of backyard. So for a dog, it's not very good. Um, but for what we had at the time and at the moment, it worked out pretty well. Um, so Einstein was actually given to me as a birthday gift. I remember he um, was like, hey, like I had, I have like something to show you. And he showed me that he had put a deposit down on a corgi for my birthday and that we were going to get it like a month or two after my birthday had happened. And we were already maybe like three and a half years into the relationship. And so this was like, we had been together for a while. We were pretty much solidifying our future by getting this puppy. Um, he was adorable. I stayed home. I worked a job full time that I had a work from home day on and being able to stay home with him was pretty, was pretty amazing. Um, as a little puppy, Einstein grew, he was, he was adorable. He, it's, it's just, it's a corgi puppy. You can't get any cuter than that. Um, and funny, there is a funny story. There's a funny story about why we even got a corgi in the first place. Uh, because I have always been the type of person to want like a German Shepherd or a Siberian Husky. I've always wanted a big dog because I'm a small person. I feel like if I had a big dog, they could protect me. Not that Einstein wouldn't protect me. I think that he would protect me. But I've always kind of wanted like a big dog or like a beefy dog or a scary dog so that I could like walk it. And then people would be like, holy shit, that little girl has a big dog. And I'd be like, yeah, I do. It was like a whole big thing. Um, but Nick always wanted an English bulldog. And when I tell you that there's no way in hell that I was ever going to own an English bulldog, I'm telling you right now, like no way in hell. And so he and I compromised and we got the corgi and we got Einstein. And to this day, he is still like the sweetest. He knows all of these tricks. He knows how to give hugs. I ask, I go, I sit on the ground, I open my arms and I go, hugs for mommy and he comes into my arms and he gives me a hug he either puts his paws on my shoulder or he like turns his body around to where if he doesn't like want to jump up he like turns his body around to let me like give him a hug 
Um, and then he knows kisses, like he gives all the affection to me. He knows all the things. I'm very happy. He's very well trained. Like we even went to a puppy trainer and we, we like got him trained right. And so like, I'm very happy with how he's grown up and developed. He's five now, almost six now, I think six, five or six. He's old. He's like pretty old, but it's kind of crazy to think like we got Wednesday and then like I think two years later we got Einstein and Einstein now is six and like I'm thinking about how old these animals are and I'm freaking out and I'm like holy shit I've had these animals for so long and I'm so happy like they make my heart so full and that's why I want new ones as well because like that to me is the key to filling my heart (laughs) you know filling my heart with just happiness is to have all these animals um so As you guys probably guessed, Nick and I are no longer together. And that, of course, becomes complicated when you have animals involved. But thankfully, we have a sort of system, a monthly system, where we chauffeur the animals back and forth every month to each other's places. So... Nick will drop the animals off at my house for the month and then he will come and pick them up and take them to his house for the next month. And we alternate that. And that has been going on for about three plus years. And it's worked for us. And a lot of times people are like, you know, what about the animals? Are they going to be okay? Like, how are they? We've not seen behavioral changes in any of the animals, especially like we're looking out for it, especially for Wednesday. Like I said, the only thing we've seen for Wednesday is she's just not like, she just is a queen bee. That's like the best thing that I can describe it. She's a queen bee. She thinks it's her domain. And we knew that going forward when it came to female cats, because female cats, when you introduce other cats and kittens to them, they are automatically going to want to queen bee it and be like, this is my area. Don't fucking come near me. But we got two adult, well, we got two male cats next. I don't have any females because when we, when I also was researching, like if I was to get another animal and if it was going to be another cat, like how would Wednesday do? They said that like female cats cohabitating in the same like area was less likely than if you were to get like a female and more males or if you were to get like males so I was like okay well we'll just get a male cat next now of course I haven't gotten another animal with Nick I have two extra animals three oh my god I almost forgot the newest one I have three animals obviously that I have just as my own um and I was very happy to kind of bridge that Uh, So the next animal that I had in my possession was Fester, who is our gray kitten. Well, I'm going to say kitten. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to say kitten for all these animals. I still think of them as babies, but Fester's like two years old. So (laughs) technically he's not a, he's not a kitten anymore. So we got Fester. I got Fester um, after moving into my house and then being on my own for so long I realized like without Ayn and Wednesday in the house it was very empty and it was very scary I was not a fan I didn't enjoy it I couldn't explain away the noises to it being an animal I kind of just had to deal with the fact that like if my house settled that was pretty much it not oh like there's a cat jumping around or running around 
So I got Fester because I needed, I wanted another animal to kind of fill the void of while they were gone and I didn't have them. And then funny enough, when I was looking online on where I could adopt Fester, I realized that there was like another one, another kitten that was his sister. And my parents at the time were telling me about how my little brother really wanted to have a cat. Like my sister has snakes and my brother didn't have anything. And so my brother seemed to bond with some of the cats that like he's seen in either his friend's house or our family friends. And so my parents were like, you know, maybe we could have a cat in the house, which was Can I also say, this was also unprecedented. My family were dog people. They were not cat people. My dad grew up on a farm with a bunch of barn cats, but it was never once like, there's a cat in the house that has to happen. I had one cat in my lifetime and his name was Mango. And it was just because we were taking him in for a family friend. Like, and then Mango went to go live with my grandparents when we ended up moving. So the cat became a barn cat anyway. But it's one of those things where it's like, never in my life did I ever think that my parents were going to become cat people. So anyway, I go and I pick up Fester and his sister and I, you know, I went ahead and I adopt them. And then I take his sister over to my parents' house and they keep her. And now they have Midnight. And it's now like a thing where if like they're going on, on vacation, it's like, hey, like can Midnight come and hang out with Fester? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do that. Let's have like a little play date. And then I have six cats in the house. It's freaking ridiculous. But still, it's it's one of those things where it's like, Fester came to me at a time where I really needed him. I saw his face. I saw his little kitten face on there. And I was like, okay, well, this like group of kittens seems like really cute. And my grandparents had just left me with this house. I was all alone. I didn't have a dog and a cat like consistently here. I was sad and so I wanted something to help fill the void and so that's how Fester came to be and I don't regret it. He has become, since he has grown up, he has become the mellowest cat in the world and it's super awesome and he plays, he like, it used to be Einstein and and Fester would play but Einstein is like still bigger than the cat so it's one of those things where you have to like, you have to kind of almost monitor it. But now, like, we have the new kitten, and Fester can play with the new kitten, and they get along really well. And so, like, everybody has their own, like, sort of thing that they can do. They all jive really well. Like, they all are, they all have their little area, and it's, a, and it's really awesome. So, getting Fester was, was really healing for me, and it was really – I don't think that I – he <laughs> – this is so stupid sometimes. I don't think I would have survived all that has happened if I didn't have him as well. Like if I was still dealing with having it be an, an empty household from month to month, I think that I would probably die. And I I don't use that term lightly. Like I genuinely don't think I would be okay. So I'm very thankful that Fester is here. And even now he's a little jealous of the new kitten, but even now he still never fails to give me little, give me little hugs and little cuddles. (laughs) All right. Um, Moving on to my next animal that I got. Um, This, so I got Fester. I think I got him, it was right before Colin moved in and we started our relationship. And then um, after Colin moved in about like six months after when 
we went through our big, big patch, went through all the issues with my parents. Um, we were, like, doing really well. And then so we decided, like, I was still missing Ayn to the point where every time he would leave, I would cry. Like, as much as the cat did it for me, I was still missing a dog. And so, like, we talked about it and it was like, you know what? Why don't we get a dog? Like, and he has always talked about how he's wanted to rehabilitate or, like, he's wanted to be a last home for, like, senior animals. And I had never done that before. But I was like, you know what? I think that would be really awesome. Like, let's go ahead and let's, like, get a senior dog. And that way, like, we can give them, like, a really nice home for the rest of their life. And thus began me searching tirelessly on multiple different, like, adoption agencies, just, like, different pounds, basically looking for the perfect senior dog to add to the family. And we found a few, we found a shelter or, like, a a little rescue center that had a couple senior animals that we, like, were really interested in. And um, so we brought Ayn to him because I I know first and foremost, like, cohabitating with other animals is very important to me. I have cats. I have a dog. Like, I wasn't so much worried about Wednesday and Fester because Wednesday and Fester can kind of make their own kind of getaways. But Einstein was always going to be around. He was always going to be that sort of, like, factor, like, is like a what if almost. So we brought... Einstein to the shelter and we had him meet the other dogs um and there was one that was pretty she was pretty chill you could tell that she had been through a lot like there was a visible like there was just something there um but she was very sweet and she pretty much had no reaction to Einstein whatsoever And to this day, might I add, she has no reaction to any of the animals, like, at all. Her and Wednesday will chill. Same with her and Fester. Like, they'll lay on the bed together. Like, it's literally... She's the chillest dog. My dog, Jackie. This is the one that we took home. Jackie. She ended up being the best, like, dog in the world. Um, And so, yeah, she did really well with Einstein. And so, we decided to take her home. And we have, like, a really awesome picture of all of us. It's me, Colin... Jackie and Einstein kind of just all there being like a big gigantic family and I really love that I love it so much because you know it was it was just what we needed to kind of make the house full we needed we had another dog and we were going to give it all the love and she's very adorable and she's very sweet and she needed a lot of rehabilitation like it her healing was not the easiest she has a lot of problems with her stomach and she gets like anxiety through change and um she was really skinny like she was very very skinny when we first got her and so throughout the I think year and a half that we've had her she has gained like 30 plus pounds and so it's really cool to see her change and how she is and she I'm gonna tell you right now this this dog Jackie. She's my, she's my beautiful baby angel senior girl Jackie. She does not play except when we go outside. There, there is only one thing that gets her so excited and so ready to just 
be the happiest dog alive, and that's to go out in the front do- front yard and run around like a maniac. She, I think, has part greyhound in her, and so, like, she's also very skinny, like, build, but she has, like, long legs, and so I really think that she's, like, part greyhound, but what she'll do is she'll just go out and she'll, like, pee in the front yard, and then all of a sudden she's running around in circles, and she just she's like a horse. Like, I call her a horse. She, like, gallops, and she huffs. And Colin's like, don't call her a horse. I'm like, she's a fucking horse. Like, don't tell me what to do. But I definitely think that she just loves having the space. When we learned about her history, we found out that she was part of a hoarding situation. And so it's very possible that she didn't have a lot of space. Like, her legs were kind of wobbly. She didn't fully know how to walk well. And all of that has kind of subsided and changed. Granted, she really only lays on my bed and then like goes outside and that's it she doesn't really ever do anything else and I don't need her to I just need her to be comfortable but it is kind of interesting like to see this big (laughs) this big gigantic pit bull mix dog um just lay in bed and sleep all the time but like then go hog wild when she goes outside it is the funniest thing um but She's uh, she's her own unique, special brand of dog. She she's not affectionate in a in a standard way, but if she wants attention, she will come over to you and like hover. <laughs> she'll like stand next to you, or like if you're in bed, she'll like stand up and she'll like hover over you, and it's the cutest thing in the entire world. And. She loves head pats. She loves head scratches. And we pretty much do think that she loves me more than Colin. And we think it's like a female thing. Like she likes females more than males. Um, And so I'm very blessed with that. And she has a pillow here in my uh, computer room. And she, like I said, she lays on the bed in our room. And that's where she stays. Sometimes she'll come and she'll lay on the um, on the little pillow I've got here. But a lot of times she just lays in bed and she just stays. And that's all that she cares about. And there is a there's so nothing wrong with that. And it because it makes it makes when she does go crazy and when she does have feelings about something, it makes that all the better. Seeing how happy she gets and how just so happy and excited she gets. And when we have like a string of like good days where she like has no issues eating, has no issues doing anything. Like, those are the best moments because it means that she's comfortable. And I just, I love that for her so much. And I'm so happy that we can be the family to help her kind of live out her best last days. She's definitely in my top three. If I had to, like, choose a favorite ranking system, top five of all five animals, which I would never do, of course, because I'm a good pet mom and I would never, ever, ever rank my animals, ever. But if for some reason I decided to, she would be top three. For sure, she would be top three. (laughs) Anyway, that leads to the very last and newest member of the clan. The Just Vibes clan. That's what we'll call him. The Just Vibes clan. That leaves little Alfie here. He's in my arms right now looking at me like I'm a fucking weirdo. And he is a little baby kitten he is actually a kitten he is very much young and very much annoying Um, but he is my newest addition to the family and he came about completely random I'm not gonna lie I hadn't thought about getting another animal um, 
because I have four of them. And so five seemed like a lot, but here we are. <laughs> so Alfie came about because um, some very long time friends that I've grown up with, uh, one of them with her significant other was, um, they were at their house and they saw all these kittens in his car. And so they decided to kind of dole them out amongst the family and they they're left one there was one that was left um that needed a home and they were trying to look for it trying to look for it and they really didn't want to send it to a shelter because if you guys are up to date i don't know if it's just georgia but you know here um the shelters are at full capacity like there's nothing that we can do for animals anymore right now. Like, it's either you adopt them or they're probably going to die. And so they were like, we don't want to send it to a shelter. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. We would prefer for it to go to somebody like we know. And I was kind of thinking about it and I was talking with Colin and he was like, you know what? If you pay for all the cat stuff, if you do all that, then fine. Like, I'm absolutely okay with it. And... I bought all the kitten stuff for Alfie and I got a new litter box. I got all the food. I got his bowls and I brought him home a week later. And he has been quite an exciting adventure. I'm not going to lie. His presence in the household has been chaotic. Um, and I mean that in like the best way. He's very energetic. He's very playful and he's very sweet. But he also does something that is very important, and that is he plays with Fester. He plays with the other cat, and that is what he needs. That's what Fester needs. He needs a play friend that isn't Einstein who can chomp his head off. So the little one and the big one play all the time, and it is so funny and hilarious to see, and I love every minute of it. And I love that the little one loves me so much. He'll brush up against me, and he'll... he'll He'll do all that and I just love it. I love the way that animals just look at you and you know that they love you. Like that's I think the best feeling of having an animal is just like you look at them and they just love you so much. And it's like, yes. And I also love you. I love, 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 love you. <laughs> so I am so happy. I know that he wasn't on my ideal list of uh, things to get this year. But having Alfie here has been... Um, quite a ride and I very much enjoy him and I'm just gonna give him a little smoochy smooch and he's gonna give me a little nudgy nudge and that is gonna be the end of talking about all the animals that I have <laughs> because I could go on I could gush and I could go on forever in a day about all the animals and how much I love them and possibly a ranking system but it's just for my enjoyment. It's not for it's not for really anybody else. Cuz you can be a dog person, you can be a cat person, but no matter what, the love that you feel from an animal that just looks at you wholeheartedly, unprecedented, unwavering, unconditional, like you can't beat that. No matter what kind of animal it is, you can't beat that. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much again for listening to me ramble on. I cannot wait until we can finalize a format for JJV so that I can stop rambling. I'm not going to lie. As much as I very much do enjoy talking about my animals, I would love to kind of give you guys actual content that you can uh, be prepared for. Um, so again, thank you. And don't forget that we will be coming back on Friday with a topic that, you know, who knows exactly what it will be and it will probably be decided the day that I record it, which will most likely be the day of 
the podcast. <laughs> um, just before we go, a few little housekeeping things. Uh, we are moving the release dates to 4 p.m. EST for Mondays and Fridays. Now, of course, that could change depending on how long the episodes go for the reviews for the new format for season three and on. So just keep your ear to the ground for that. Um, any other updates, I will gladly give you guys on my Twitter at JulesJustVibes and online, JulesJustVibes.com, where you can give reviews, you can give feedback, you can put topic suggestions, and you can give uh, suggestions for anything. So definitely hit us up on all of that. Share the podcast with your friends if you think that they'd like it, and I will catch you guys in the next one. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye.